Gary and Brayden are friends with ideas. Terrible ideas. When the phone rings, it's a special kind of conversing. Here you are. You're invited to listen in. So please lay your fears. Lend us your ears. When you get that itch, the Field. Whoa, Gary, did I just wake you up? And grow morning, yeah. Grow uh, morning to you too. Yeah. Oh geez, I didn't I didn't know. I know we have a time difference, but I I mean it's it's like noon over there. What if what's been going on? It's seven hours earlier in Bahahendrandan. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was on the east coast. I'm really confused. It's on the east coast of Europe. Um yeah, no, it's it's a uh, it's it's conf- I might maybe my I just haven't set my clocks after daylight saving time seven years in a row. Okay, so. <laughs> that would do it. That would do it. So, uh, <sighs> Gary, I gotta be honest with you. I'm calling you because I kind of need a little bit of cheering up. Like, I keep watching TV and reading the newspaper, and everywhere I look, it's like the end of the world. You know what I mean? I, I know what you mean. I was watching VH1 Classics, and they showed the video for Runaway Train, mm-hmm. and it bummed me out for, like, a whole afternoon. Yeah, which is different than, like, the video for um, Time Will Crawl by David Bowie, which, like, despite the fact that that song's about Chernobyl, is, like, a real, like, super sexy video. Yeah, yeah, it's got all those sexy people dancing in, like, an abandoned spark factory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they also showed that on VH1 Classics the other day. Weird. Anyway, uh, on that subject of Chernobyl, like, I, you know, you got TV shows like The Walking Dead. You have comic books like mm. The Walking Dead. You have... You have video <laughs> games like The Walking Dead. They probably have a soundtrack you can download. You know, so there's zombies on TV. I'm watching the news, and they're just talking about nuclear strikes and potentials for all this stuff. I read in the newspaper, and there's, like, an ethnic cleansing going on every other week somewhere. Uh, mm. You know, it was just flu season not too long ago, and everybody was like, it's going to be the worst. Everyone's going to die. And, yeah, like, I'm Everyone you know like, or love. Yeah, dead. and I'm, af- I'm afraid to go to, like, business conventions because I might catch some sort of super flu like, there's biological weapons and terrorism, and it's like dancing with the stars for the 40th time, and I just, I, like, I'm so tired of it, and I just, I mean, it seems like it's the end of the world, Carrie. Korea? Yeah, man. I, I'm I'm with, with Kim Jong-un, or, I've only read it, Kim Jong-un, uh, yeah, the Korean right. guy who wants to kill, yeah, Kim Jong-un, is, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. I've been very anxious and uh, very depressed just about the state of everything um but it, it sounds to me like I, I can i can hear a hint of silver lining in your heart cloud um what uh what do i owe this call i'm rubbing my hands together in anticipation like a fly well look gary uh it's the end of the world but you know that means that there's change and with every change that means there's opportunity business opportunity yes. Yes. Even though yes. it's the end of the world, it can be the beginning of innovation. Yes. 
Yes, okay. yes. I, this is like better than a thousand cups of coffee. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, Gary, I was thinking we we a couple of weeks ago we had our phone call and it was about uh, uh, Pokemon and how we had missed mm-hmm. children in, as one of our main demographics. And I was thinking about that. It's been really we, we got we got we got children. We got all the groups, right? We got adult men and we got mm-hmm. children. Well, that's just it. I was milling this around, and it took me two weeks to realize we've been missing out on women. What? Men? Women. What men? We're, no, no, women. What men did you know, we miss? Like females? Oh, yeah. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> like a creaky door. <laughs> like a super creaky, oh, yeah. super terrifying yeah. noise if you're a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean like, yeah. a, like that kind of woman? Oh, is there a magnate here? Uh, no, no, no. It's just my thermoscope. Oh, okay. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> so, Gary, I was thinking about this. Okay, um, the time is running out. Time will crawl. Yeah, the time is running out. So now is the time to do this. You know, before there's to, before time stops, we get mm-hmm. in some products for women. I'm 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 interested in that. I like Okay. Women. I'm going to paint a, a scenario for you. Okay. See if you can you can follow along with me, all right? It's mm-hmm. the not so distant future. Okay? And you're a woman and you're thirsty and you find something that looks like a lake and you try to drink some water from it, but it's full of some sort of unknown toxin, and it just starts mm. to kind of melt away at your face, mouth area a little bit. So it's this like I found a, a fountain in Shadowgate. Yeah. So this is a detriment, obviously, because uh, there's only, you know, five men in your community of, uh, you know, remaining 50 women after the big beef jerky war that killed off all of the men. So all of the women in your community have these terrible ovarian cysts and tumors from worshipping this mass of radioactive metal in the center of their makeshift hovel town. Mm. But they're going to have a better chance of attracting these men now and, and getting these mates, even though their seeds will never be sown, because they're pretty on the outside still, and you've got this, like, disfigured uh, maw. Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, I probably wag my tongue around a little bit and probably just cry. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got, I I thought about this problem and I thought the solution is even older than the problem. You know, we've looked back at women for centuries, millennia, and one of the, the telltale signs of their health and fertility is the color of their lips, Right. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like my, wife, my wife's got hue. My wife's got big old red night crawlers crawling across her face. You'd think from a distance, like huge, delicious, lumptuous lips. That's why I came up with apocalypse lipstick. Apocalypse. Apocalypse lipstick. It's lipstick for the end of the world. Ah, oh, that's great, Brayton. So yeah, I mean, you're gonna. I'm need gonna start something. calling you. Great. Your ideas are so great. I prefer you didn't. Uh, But you're going to need something that's heavy duty that's going to be able to cover up those charred 
craggy lip skin that like routinely sloughs off whenever you try to smile. And, and that's even cr- if you have skin left. It's not just like an exposed, shiny, you know, white eggshell bone. Right. And through. Apocalypse is there for you. It's a special lip abrasive and finish that it's a secret recipe that I'm working on. And it's mostly rust, pig's blood, and deck stain. The secret but, is in the deck stain. <laughs> but it is good. It is real good. Because, you know... Of all the people that you knew before the apocalypse, you might be the only one that you know that's still alive. But even if that's the case, you can still look dead, sexy. Oh, let me. That that is a great tagline. Let me let me throw one by you real quick. Please do. Uh, Apocalypse. It's the end of the world. Why not show it and feel fine? I like it. I like it. That's pretty good. It, it sounds familiar, and I can't quite place where. Uh, well, pretty. I mean, I think it's a Groban song. Yeah, it might be. But I love that guy. That guy's so good. God, if only. I know. Okay, so I was thinking that's not – we can't just stop there, Gary. We have to have, like, a mm-hmm. whole line of apocalypse-related stuff. Uh, you know, make up for the end of the world, if you will. And yeah, you you look at Maybelline, and they don't just have you know Maybelline girl eye cheek make pretty. Like they have a whole line of things. Yes, absolutely. So I had this other idea uh, for eyeshadow, and uh, tentatively I'm calling it the eyeshadow of the damned. Let me paint another picture for you, Gary. Okay. Okay. You have been ignoring all the media, all the video games, the soundtracks, the comic books, the television programs. Uh, and you weren't ready when the dead came back to life and started walking around. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. Now you've been bit. And it's just a matter of time before that insatiable hunger takes over and you're just a mindless monster wandering the now desolate plains in search of your next human meal. I, I'm way ahead of you. Now that's happening, but that doesn't mean that you can't have subtlety and femininity on your side. I mean, I'm way ahead of you. (laughs) All right. So my thinking is, with the eyeshadow of the damned, it's designed with zombies in mind. We have a... You've just been bit, so there's a little bit of time before you're you're about to transform into Mm -hmm. this ravenous beast. And, And... so you get out our super easy apply applicator with the makeup already on it. There's a no mm-hmm. must, no fuss solution uh, that'll hide a little bit of you appearing like a ravenous zombie. The applicator just effortlessly smooths lines and directs attention away from your mu- uh, I'm sorry, milky, pupilless, white cataract zombie death eyes and allows you to hang on, I mean in vain, mind you, hang mm-hmm. on to what tiny, ragged scraps of so-called humanity you have left. That sounds amazing. I mean, like, one, I can think of multiple reasons for that. So, like, one, um, you know, you want to still look like a woman. You know, mm-hmm. uh, women love to look like women. And two, you know, maybe somebody will, will get, a, get a, a glance of you and be like, hey, her eyes look kind of human. Maybe I should go ask her for a date. And then when uh, when they come up, like, bam, you know, captive uh, ribs and dibs. Yeah, absolutely. Some ribs and dibs. Uh, so 
you know, it allows you to keep some dignity and mm-hmm. it lets you sneak up on your prey. Um, let, let me try this slogan. Uh, with eyeshadow of the damned, you'll keep one eye on fashion and the other on your victim. That is excellent. Let me let me throw a good alternate for you for eyeshadow of the damned. Um, eyeshadow of the damned, when even though your eyes have sloughed out and rotted, you still need to say, hey, guys, eyes up here. With eyeshadow <laughs> of the damned. I like that. I like that. Eyes up here, mm-hmm. not by my claws. My, not by my claws or my remaining boob or my after, mutated underclit. Yeah, your your one remaining boob after uh, you know the big sweep of super feminist mega Amazons remove all of their breasts and start firing arrows to the male population in the future. Or if they just they just rots off and falls off like a, a an old scab. Oh yeah, sure that can happen too. Yeah. Yeah, like a radiation, you know, who who knows what's going to happen, man. Um, you know, and that's the thing. It's like we we love unpredictable things. We can't predict for this, but what we can predict is that women will still want to wear makeup. So I I I love everything about this idea. Tap into yeah. that market. And it, it it's future thinking, right? So like here's the thing. All of our products we've invented so far are all for people who are going to someday die. Mm-hmm. This is products for people who have possibly not even been born yet. It's true. It's very true. Uh, this solves problems that don't exist yet. Yes, yeah. And I'm thinking about uh, putting little Groban Jr. through college. I need to start thinking about the future. Did you name your son Groban, Groban Jr.? I did. Uh, Groban Jr. Butterfield. Little Groby? Yeah, well, Groby's his, his sister. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Groby's a girl's name. Oh, I apologize. It's okay. Um, okay, I have another idea, uh, Gary. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's an anti-establishment antiseptic concealer. Okay. You okay. know. Okay. Go ahead and toss out a name here if you come up with one. It's think about it. It's when the super flu hits hard, you'll be able to laugh in a coughing face thanks to this product. You can, you know, you can find your big gaping seeping wounds and and your pustules because of this you know, bioterrorism and you'd be able mm-hmm. to cover them up. But at the same time, they're, you know, getting some antibiotics in there, preventing, you so, know, protecting you from the super flu. And, and prolonging your very short life, um, a couple of futile months. Yes. Yes. But yeah. those months could be special. Those months could be the months that you find the love of your life. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want your pustules to make them run away. No, no, for any reason. Like, one of the things that's going to be true about the future is that regardless of what's going on, you do not want people to run away from you. So let's say you are looking for a mate among the last remaining male specimens. And in, you know, there's 30 males, there are 30 ball sacks with 60 testicles, and maybe one of them has a live, viable sperm, and it's going to, you know recreate the human race from your loins. You're going to be like a a mother Teresa, Mary Jesus figure. And uh, you don't want people to run away or you've suddenly you've read a bunch of old books, but you've only been able to read parts of them because the entire idea of knowledge is gone. And Mm -hmm. all you've been able to do is put together one book from like the remains of like Dracula and the secret. And uh, uh, so I do believe. Um, And And the the road by Cormac McCarthy. 
<laughs> yes, and you put all those things together, and now you know that the only way for you to survive is by eating your weight in human skin once per year. So, so you don't want people to run away because skin is the lightest organ. Everyone knows that. Right, right, right. So, you know, you're, you're, you're a svelte young lady. Um, before, you know, one of your, your breasts, uh, slowed off, you lost, you know, you were made maybe like, you know, 140 pounds. Then you mutated your octoclit and maybe you weigh like 141 pounds. Um, but so 141 pounds of, of skin, right? It's a lot of skin. You can't have people running away from you. Not if you're going to, you know, maintain any sense of energy or get anything done, like any cleaning. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so you need to you need to products that are going to stop people from running away. Right, and that's that's the suite of products, the apocalypse suite, if you will, of products mm-hmm. that we've uh, I, I've kind of come up here uh, and and presented to you, Gary. I'm glad that you're so enthusiastic and behind this. You know, I was a little leery because it is a pretty dark subject. It will be a sweet apocalypse with the apocalypse suite. <laughs> that is why you're my number one guy. Absolutely, and not in that Batman way. Like not in the way that you know he was the number one guy. I hope. Oh, that like Jack uh, Palance, like uh, Jack, you're my number <laughs> one guy. Yeah. <sighs> I, <laughs> I just want to be your regular number one guy. Um, what what about uh, let's say uh, so you you still want to have you know your your sense of of spirit and adventure. You're a sassy woman of the 90s, but uh-oh, the bombs have dropped, and mm-hmm. you're without a face. You just look like the Red Skull. It's just teeth. Um, you know, you can't you got bugs crawling in there. Your shadow's um, you, stuck to a building. Yeah, and you look at it, and it still looks a little bit like you, and every time you look at it, you just think about the folly of man and how the, you know how un- meaningless the universe is. But immediately, your immediate need is to get close enough to this band of raiders to steal some of their jerky. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you might want to use the sassy mask. Oh, that's really good. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. And if the, the, the anti-establishment antiseptic concealer cleans up your face, makes you look like a normal human, or at least like some kind of, you know, will do in a storm mannequin. And, uh, everyone lets you close enough to them so you can steal, eat, or some otherwise acquire their goods. Yeah, and that's that's perfect because, uh, you know, you've got that open wound thanks to your red skull face, and the antiseptic mm-hmm. is going to clean that up. It's going to protect you from all of the, like, uh, you know, new mutant diseases that are out there, you know, bovine cataracts or whatever it is that might be floating out in the air. This is great, Gary. This is absolutely great. The sassy mask is where it's at. Yeah, and it's a, it's a, a full makeup mask system. Now, have you considered... So one of the things, uh, when I think about makeups, I think about clowns. Have you thought of any products for clowns after the apocalypse? I'm actually terrified of clowns, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's going to be clowns, fairly certain they're going to cause the apocalypse. <laughs> the clownpocalypse. Yeah, well, I want to be there for that. Yeah, in that, in, that, in that case, if there's going to be clowns, uh, maybe this is a tagline. Hey, if there's just zombies, buy our products. If there's going to be clowns, go ahead and kill yourself. Yeah, <laughs> buy our other products, guns. <laughs> yeah, the, what is, uh, buy our what? Uh, our other products, guns. Wait, what was the last word? Guns? What? What, is that something else, or... 
Oh no, that's just a that's a thing that exists now that I figured I would just buy a bunch of when things look bad so I can sell them. At the oh, okay. Yeah, buying something is the same thing as inventing it multiple times. <laughs> well, I figure you know in the future when all knowledge is lost, they won't know that I didn't invent the gun. That's true. That's true. So that's another thing we can add to this. Like we can add to any product for the apocalypse where we can say, hey, not only do you get to wear eyeshadow the damned. Tell people you invented it. Who fucking cares? Buy Eyeshadow of the Damned. The tagline for the whole product line. For, and for the oh, whole family. For the Yeah, for the whole family, for your future, for attracting mates. That's really good. I think, I think you're onto something. Gary, we could put inspirational messages inside like our lipstick caps or inside the like little compact that the concealer is going to come in. You know, things mm-hmm. like that that say, hey, hey, want to attract a mate? Tell them that you're smart and you invented this shit. Totally. Or uh, if you see water and there are no bugs or animals in it, don't drink it because it's probably radioactive soup. Yes. Yes. If you see yeah. a man with only one foot walking towards you, he's probably going to eat you. Yep. Apocatips. Apocatips. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. Gary, um, I, am, I have an idea, a real quick one we can just throw mm-hmm. in here. It's not really... I mean, it's for women because really think about it. There's only going to be a few men and you only want certain men like to impregnate you, but you might need to have sex with them in order to achieve peace inside of the, your little hovel community. That's, you know, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. The Armageddon condom, the Armageddon condom. Yeah. So when, yeah. when you're not ready to start the human race, Armageddon, I made that sound like I was going to say something else at the end, but really that was it. <laughs> when you're not ready to start the human race, Armageddon condom. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's a good catchphrase. I feel like there might be something a little bit more though, like something a little bit catchier. What do you do? You have anything? Just because it's the end of the world doesn't mean it's the end of your love life. That is amazing. That's fantastic. Because one of the things after it, so consequence free living, like I've, I'm one of these last men, which I probably won't be. Um, you know, I'm going to be looking for the girls with the most, uh, you know, apocalypse, uh, you know, makeup for the end of the world. And, uh, you know, I don't want to get a ball and chain going on. That's a real boner buster. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. How, uh, how are we? So I guess the idea is we sell these in advance mm-hmm. for people mm-hmm. to prepare. So yeah. I'm imagining people stocking up their shelters, right? Yeah. Well, I like mean, these are going to be more than just regular condoms. I'm talking like they're going to have to be lead lined to protect from radioactivity. They're going to have mm-hmm. to, you know, uh, be full of, of things that are going to kill pathogens, not just, not just spermicide, but like, yeah, like a pathicide. whole, yeah, whole like fungicide. Well, that's depressed me and me. I think that's gross. But one of the things about the future is we're not going to live there. So let's sell what we can now. And yeah, I like I that. It's going to make us happier now. I hope that we don't have to live there, but it seems like it's right around the corner, you know? It do, it totally does, and it's good to be prepared. I'm, like I'm a, only saying I, I hope that we're not going to because I like my face so much. At any moment, any one of us could get into a car accident, and then that just triggers some sort of just doomsday device. Rib pain. Yeah, yeah. 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 Or, or our face could fall off. Yeah. Like, what's, what's holding our face on there, you know? Not a lot. Not a lot. In my mm, case, it's just like, really nice hair. Yeah, and that's kind of why I wear this beard, because it kind of acts as like a strap. 
that straps the front of my face to the back of my face, kind of holding it together like two hand, giant hands holding a big ostrich egg. Yeah, it just kind of weaves into your bones. Yeah. I'm thoroughly grossed out by all of this <laughs> all of a sudden. Um, so the idea of hair going to my bones, the idea of products for women, all of it I think seems like a good idea that kind of makes me uncomfortable. So I think it's one of the best ideas, and uh, I want to move forward with it. Um, let's start production tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to get started. Thanks, Gary, for your support. I really appreciate it. Man, man, you're you're welcome. You are absolutely welcome. You are the first person I'm going to call if uh, I I start to type on my keyboard and the bone in my finger just pushes through my skin like a wet sponge and taps the keys on its own, and then uh, my skin just starts peeling back like a glove. Yeah, yeah. You should probably eat some limes. You might have scurvy. It might mm. not just be radiation poisoning. I assume that it's all like a scurvy apocalypse at that point. It, yeah, it could very well be. Yeah. Too much beef jerky, not enough limes. Yeah, exactly. All right, Gary. Uh, I know okay. I woke you up, so you've got a full day ahead of you. I don't want to take any more of your time. But it's like 7 p.m. I might go back to sleep and see if I can reset myself. That might be a good idea. Okay, Gary. So, uh, Grobe night. Grobe night. My name's Josh Groban, and this is my absolute favorite product. Do you think it was in bad taste that we made two broken rib jokes?